experience the musical classics of the East. Mingle with the masters of Chinese music. Music talks. Witness the sound of antiquity and modernity. Music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. In our last episode, we had Mr. Ye Yunchuan on our show. He's an award-winning music producer and founder of one of China's most prestigious recording labels, Rai Moi Music. Since starting Rai Moi in 2003, Ye has aimed to produce first-class Chinese music with distinctive national and ethnic characteristics. In addition, his years of cooperation with international music production and publication circles have truly given him a global experience. Previously, we enjoyed some amazing pieces from Mr. Ye's electric music projects, including "When the Blues Meets Chinese Folk Music," "One with Nature," and "Musical Map of China." Today, Mr. Ye continues to share with us his inspirations, thoughts. And Rai Moi's distinct music pieces that you can't hear anywhere else, with this piece titled "Rites" from the album "Glimpses of Tibet."
first instrument that you hear is a wind instrument and it sounds like a conflict is about to happen and then you hear the drums boom boom and the drums also have this it creates suspense like i feel like there's like maybe is it a war drum or is it a war symbol what context are these instruments normally played in this piece was composed based on a certain ceremony, so we named it Rites. On important festivals, local temples will have religious ceremonies and play music as such. So a type of ceremony of some sort. The rich Tibetan culture has been mysterious to many people. They often think Tibetan music only has folk songs. This album was intended to exhibit the diversity of Tibetan music, including classics, dance, ceremonial music, and other types which are unknown to most of us. What was the most uh, exciting thing or what resonated with you the most from this experience when you were there and you were encountering the music? The, I think there was some dancing, right? What stuck out to you the most? 
所以，所以在呃几百年以前，甚至在千年以前，藏族的音乐。Since hundreds or even thousands of years ago, Tibetan music has been influenced due to cultural exchange with neighboring countries. I want to say all cultures in this world are influenced by each other. So we we are composed of a lot of different people, different places. So this the music kind of evolves and influences each other. 2017, In 2017, Mr. Ye brought together some of the finest musicians from China and Japan to present the strong connections between the music of both nations. The award-winning album Moon Over City Ruins marvelously records the improvisational fusion performed with traditional Chinese and Japanese instruments. I hope that Chinese people can see different cultures, even if those cultures originated from ancient China. How did that culture evolve in other countries? In history, our two nations used to learn from each other, but we also had conflicts. Moon over city ruins is a traditional Japanese ballad. I borrowed its title to name the album. How did the city ruins come about? War, and how could we avoid it? Is it possible for us to get along with each other despite our different cultural backgrounds? I hope our music could bring us such reflection. In 2018 in Boston, USA, Mr. Ye invited Mr. Guo Yajir, 
an international Suona master, and a team of top-class instrumentalists and composers to collaborate on a novel that revisited internationally recognized tunes in classical music from the album Endless Journey. What we are now hearing is the well-known gospel song Amazing Grace, performed with the Suona and pipe organ.
That was nice. I mean, and <laughs> I have a lot of experience with church. Yeah. I grew up in the church uh, for many years, and the organ has a a sedative effect. It makes me feel a little bit relaxed. But when I heard the swana, the swana is, you know, yeah. it's really loud and robust yeah. and it keeps you, it keeps you there. It keeps you in the music. So I think that that combination is good. It keeps you uh, alert so that you can understand and, and, and feel uh, the music. I like that. It was another fusion of the East and the West. The swana played both at celebrations and funerals in China. It's like a lonely Eastern soul whereas the church organ represents God. So this piece is a dialogue between a lonely Eastern soul with Almighty God. Hmm, interesting. I like the uh, the combination, or those themes at least. We decided to play this song because it transcends nations and has the power to touch heroes who pursue beautiful things. Amazing grace. Very nice. You mentioned that you wear quite a few hats in this industry. Why don't you tell us exactly what it is your role is in the in this company and in the industry? It's three-dimensional. First, to give our musicians the best service, including taking care of their meals. Peter Secondly, I am the string of a pearl necklace that connects pearl-like musicians, composers, and sound engineers whom I work with. The third layer is the most important, namely, I work like a shaman. I believe that music is a divine language. I feel like a shaman who helps common people connect with God by delivering heavenly language to the audience below and at the same time, I want to elevate human emotion via music to the divinity above. It needs a selfless spirit. I personally agree with that.
could you tell us a little bit about that moment when you heard a certain melody or had a certain experience where you felt like it, it ignited the fire in you to follow the passion of music? There were three major stages that influenced me. The first was in my childhood at age six when I heard a ballad from Taiwan. The second stage was when I was in my teens and hearing John Denver's Take Me Home Country Road. Then it was at age 18 when I listened to a lot of Chinese rock. I deeply felt that music, despite its genre, helped express my inner feelings and emotions. You mentioned earlier about hundreds of projects that you're involved in, and you look forward to doing a lot more. Um, after your project, um, The Musical Map of China, and, and The Gospel, um, what would you say is next? I am looking to initiate a musical program on Chinese calligraphy and its history. Yeah, that sounds like it will be a challenge, because I'm looking, I'm listening, it sounds like, okay, this is very visual, something that you have to see, you know, the differences, but to represent it with music, I think that might be a challenge, especially for people outside of the culture. Characters are just visible carriers of human emotion, history, and culture. Okay, awesome. So, Mr. Yeah, I want to thank you again for taking the time to uh, to do this with us. Really appreciate it. Love your insight and uh, everything you shared with us. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> thank you, Tony. My pleasure. The pleasure is definitely ours. Meeting Mr. Yeah and hearing his insights is like opening a treasure chest in which hundreds of thousands of wonderful songs await us for our enjoyment. Mr. Yeah is a faithful guardian of intangible cultural heritage. And at the same time, he's a visionary artist with innovative strength and executive power. In the near future, I really look forward to hearing more from Mr. Ye and Raimoy Music. If you're interested in our show, you can find us by searching Music Talks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll see you next week.